Welcome back, everybody, to episode 41 of the Dylan Krasinski Show. We are here. Merry Christmas. This is two days after Christmas, Monday. So if you're listening this morning, heading to work, I hope you had a rip-roaring good holiday, baby. We are, uh, we, we are here and uh, going to recount, you know, some, some stories. I was thinking about that. I was like, what? Can uh, I talk about that's Christmas related? So, you know, I was I was thinking about a couple things that I wanted to talk about. So we're going to get into those stories in a little bit. We are going to uh, handle those. Let me take those off. I uh, We are going to chat a little bit about a little bit of stuff. So we will see. Uh, let me get my brain right, and then we're going to go. Um, so, yeah, if you're listening, thanks for listening. These episodes are out every Monday. Not skipping. Not skipping uh, an episode. A lot of people, you know, a lot of podcasters, a lot of people will skip that Thanksgiving week and that uh, that Christmas week, but not me, not me. I'm here for you guys. I'm here for you guys. This will be, this will be the last episode of the year, right? Next week, there will be an episode, but it'll be New Year, baby. 2022, first episode of 2022. So this is the last episode of 2021. You know what? I'm just realizing now what I should have done is done a recap of the year. Maybe I will do that. It'll be off the fly because I don't have any notes, but we'll do that. We'll do a little recap of the year. Okay. I'm going to write that down. Hang on. Recap the year. Because my brain, you know, I'll say it, and then I'll talk about a couple things, and I'll totally forget. And then you'll be like, it'll come to the end of the episode, and I'll be like, Jesus Christ, he never talked about his year. Oh, my God. We wanted to hear all about it. So, uh, 2021. Uh, what was I saying? No. Okay. Uh, episodes out every Monday on YouTube and Spotify and Apple podcast clips on, uh, Instagram and TikTok at the Dylan Krasinski show. Thank you. You know, I, I still, I feel like I've done 41 of these and still the intro is very inconsistent. <laughs> I don't have a consistent intro. Um, but you know what? Here we are. I, you, you guys keep coming back. You can just listen to me struggle through it every single goddamn time. Um, you'd think I'd get the hang of it by now. But it's similar to my jokes. Similar to my jokes, it's uh, one of my buddies was like, you know, you, when I write a new joke and I work on it, I feel like I tell it differently every single time. And it takes me a while before I can actually just like get those words tight because I, I keep wanting to try it different ways to be like, well, maybe it'll work better this way, that way, this way, that way. And I just change all the words. So maybe by next, maybe by next uh, December, I'll have that... Um, that new uh, intro locked and loaded and ready to rock. Uh, maybe that's how I'll start. Welcome back to the Dylan Krasinski Show, everybody. Locked and loaded and ready to start. That that could be it. Um, okay, well, we got a hot episode, so we're going to get right into it. Um, guys, it's official. It is official. I am, I am going to cut my hair. I'm going to cut my hair. Um, it, it's, it's, it, it happened. I put out, so if you don't know... You probably do because it's all I talk about. If you follow me on Instagram, I put a little poll out. I little, put a little poll. You know, I've never had long hair like this. You can't tell because it's under the hat, but you can kind of tell. You, you can kind of tell if you're watching. You got these little little waves in the back, you know. I kind of I kind of like it. I kind of like it. And I got to say, I came up with this idea like a year ago, and I was like, hey, I would like to grow my hair longer. I've never had it long, you know. 
like almost like chin length. Like I could never do it because I grew up, I went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school. And if your hair even like touched your collar, you'd get detention. You'd get detention. So I was never able to do that. I never got it to grow long. The longest I had it was when I was in like middle school, I had a bowl cut. So it was like, it was just like thick and like just above, right at my eye line, just like a big old mushroom top. You know, your head looks like a penis, but you know, we were 10 and you'd walk around and be like, Hey, look at my hair. It's great. Um, not good. It's a bad look. I look back at photos now and I'm like, Oof, what were you doing? That's one thing. You know how they say fashion is cyclical and it always comes back around. It's going to be hilarious to watch the mushroom bowl cut, uh, style come back. Cause that is, I feel like we're, it's about to happen. There are crazier things that people are, are doing for like fashion now. So <clears throat> I feel like that's only, you know, that's very soon, I think. Um, but what was I saying? So yeah, okay. So I put this post up on Instagram, and I was I put a photo of me um, back back in Boston, um, like probably a year and a half ago, pre pandem, pre pandem, like right before uh, the lockdown, right before I moved, right after a show where I'm I'm standing right in the uh, the old White Bull Tavern where we used to run hideout comedy. And um, my hair's short, and it's, like, short on the sides, kind of spiky on top, which is the look that I had for a long time. And it, it's a good look. When I look back, I say, yeah, yeah, it's a good look. When I put that photo up and I go, hey, who thinks I should cut my hair? Should I cut my hair back to short? And let me tell you, the response was overwhelmingly, uh, yes, you should cut your hair. Almost insulting. Almost, It was almost to a point where it was insulting, uh, uh, my feelings and hurting my feelings. Um, I think like it was like 75% of people said, yeah, cut your hair. 25 were like, no, which, you know, I mean, my buddy Anjan called me after that and we were talking. He was like, yeah, you don't look good. And I was like, thanks, dude. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know what it is? You know what the problem is? Because I feel like I've put so much time in at this point. It's been like months. I've gotten multiple haircuts where they just trim a little bit. And I'm right there. I'm like, I'm like two months away from what I envisioned. And once I hit it, if I don't like it and it's not what I pictured, then I'll get rid of it. But I feel like I'm so close. I'm like right at the finish line. If I was running a marathon, I'm at like mile 23 and it would be like me quitting. You know, I know it's the hardest part because it, it feels like it. It feels like, yeah, I want to, I want to ride it out, but I don't, you know, I want to go over to that water tent and sit down. And have like a gel packet and just kind of like relax. I don't want to do that next, you know, 3.2 miles. I've done, I've done the majority of it. But anyway, so, um, and let me tell you, when I started this, when I, when I was like, hey, I want to, maybe I'll grow my hair a little longer. My brothers at the time had long hair. They've since cut their hair shorter. So I have the longest hair now in the family. Um. My sister-in-law, Cecilia, uh, I told her I was getting a haircut, and she said, thank God. And, uh, and then she said, oh, I mean, oh, good for you. <laughs> People are not hiding their true feelings about the way that I look with this hair. You know what it is, too? I feel like I do look like my beard's very thick right now, too. When I trim my beard and have short hair, I feel I look uh, younger and thinner. So right now, I probably look fat and old. Um you know, sh a shaved face and a, and a nice short cut, um, you know, that'll take, that'll take five, 10 years off your, your looks, off your age. Um, but yeah, when I started this journey with long hair, I envisioned 
I was watching a lot of Friday Night Lights at the time. You know, I saw Tim Riggins, and I was like, I could look like that guy. Me and Tim, we're one and the same. Um, or I was also watching Yellowstone quite a bit, and Casey, who's one of the one of the characters on there, uh, he has really long hair. Sorry, I keep hitting the microphone. I don't know if that's gonna you're gonna hear that when it comes through, but. Um, yeah, those were the two characters. So I had these two pictures. Maybe I'll put them up if you're watching on uh, on YouTube or a clip. Like the pictures that I had when I decided to grow my hair long was Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights. That's who I envisioned. I was like, this is my goal. But it turns out you also need a six pack to pull that off because if you don't, you just look like Jack Black. So that's kind of where I'm at right now, where where my goal was Tim Riggins with long hair. But in reality, I, I look like Jack Black in the holiday i don't know it's not good uh or no no uh jack black i it, instead of tim riggins i look like jack black in school of rock which negative because he was probably like 45 years old in that movie <clears throat> and i'm 32 so you know if i shave my face i feel like i could pass for 28 get that nice cut under 30 baby but i am going gray on the sides too so it's it's a problem all around but um yeah, so I was hoping for Tim Riggins and uh, Casey from Yellowstone, and instead I got Jack Black from His Life and School of Rock. Uh, so I think it's time for it to go. I am uh, a little peek behind the curtain. I am recording this technically pre-Christmas. A little peek behind the curtain for you guys, but it is pre-Christmas because I'm going home to Long Island. And I'm not going to bring all this stuff when I go home. So I'm recording two episodes right now. I'm recording this Monday that's out right now and the first of the year. The first one of the year, which is out that following Monday. So, you know, I'm doing these. And then hopefully that next episode, I'll have a ton to, to catch you guys up on. Uh, but, yeah, so you won't see it if I do get a haircut for a little bit. But um, I have one one haircut scheduled. Uh, if When you're listening today, it was about a week ago. I don't think I'm going to get it cut short. I think I'm going to get one more haircut to just get a little trim and let that ride for a little bit, and then I'm going to cut it all off after that trim. That's what I think I'm going to do. I think that's what it is. So, yeah, that's my um, my uh, my idea, and, and we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I like it long, but it is very annoying. It is very annoying. I keep waking up. It's like in my face and stuff. Now I know what you ladies have to deal with because it's a lot. It's a lot. I also, someone told me like uh, when you have longer hair, you're not supposed to wash your hair every day. And I was like, well, if I don't wash my hair every day, it gets greasy. And they were like, yeah, it gets greasy because you're washing it every day. So I will say this. I've done like, um, I have been washing my hair every day and um, it feels really good. It looks very good. It looks much more healthy. I feel like before it looked like really dry, um, and now it, it looks like uh, it looks healthy. That's the best way to describe it is like if I wash it and then like one, two days and I wash it on the third day again, that third day, like it looks really good. It feels good. So you know what? Maybe I will keep it. Maybe I'll talk myself into keeping it. Probably not because now I do feel like I walk around just looking like Jack Black. Um, and, you know, I just watched year one like within the last week, which is him and Michael Sarah, And I was like, Oof, this is not a good look. You know, it's not a great look when you're a big guy. You got to have a six pack to have long hair, I think. Um, so, you know, that's where we are. That's where we are. But overwhelmingly positive response for me cutting my hair. 
Um, it, it's definitely one of those things where in the moment I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I love it. And then I'm going to look back on this hair like three years from now and be like, what the fuck were you doing? What were you doing? I remember looking at an old photo once where uh, it was a family vacation. I was a kid and we were at the beach and I was wearing like Tiva sandals with white socks pulled up to my like mid calf. Which now would probably be the style. I would get away with that. But I looked at that. I remember when I was a little bit older and I was like, why would you put me in this? And my mom was like, that was your idea. You like that was your style. You wanted to do it. And I was like, that's embarrassing. Don't tell me that. <laughs> so, yeah, a um, lot of people want me to cut my hair. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to go. Um, and, and yeah, you know, so so um, you guys will see it soon. You'll see it soon. Um so this is the, the, I guess, technically the the Christmas episode, right? It's out the day after Christmas. But I was like, you know what? What are some Christmas memories that I can talk about? I don't know. I was thinking back. Um, and immediately, like, you know, there's so many. But the ones I thought of, uh, fun stories. I mean, tons of fun stories with family and everything. But the ones that immediately popped in my head bring me back right to, like, college, right? We used to do... Uh, at when I went to Siena in upstate New York, shout out St. Bernard's baby. Um, we used to do this thing when I played rugby there, right? So we used to have this party, uh, which wasn't a campus wide party. It kind of was, it kind of became that, but it was really a rugby party. And it was on, um, it was called Hawaiian Christmas, right? So you woke up this like Saturday morning, uh, where it was usually like the Friday before we, the Saturday before we left to go on break and we would wake up and we would start drinking very early. That was my favorite part. That was one of the funniest things when I look back about college, the only time that we would ever wake up before like 8am, it like you would struggle to wake up before 8am to like go to class, to like do something important. But, like, the only time when you would, like, actively wake up at, like, 6, 7, 8 a.m. and be excited about it is when you were going to, like, drink at 8.30. I remember there used to be a thing, like, if it was a special event, like a Hawaiian Christmas or we ha used to have one thing called Around the World. Then it was uh, you, were, you were up early and you had your first drink in your hand by 8.30 a.m. It's pretty nice how, like, things that you did in college that if you did now, you would be like, hey, we need to uh, take that person's kids away. We need to uh, send them to a treatment facility when then it's just like, oh, they're learning. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, Hawaiian Christmas, you dressed up uh, like um, you, you pretty much you would get a Hawaiian shirt. We would go to the Salvation Army uh, right by school, which I'm pretty sure that's how they stayed open was all of us going to this place in the middle of nowhere, Salvation Army, and just like our whole school would shop there for our theme parties, whatever it would be. We did a Yacht Week party once. We did, like, I can't even tell you how many costumes I bought from the Salvation Army in, in Loudonville, New York. Uh, too many. Too many to count. But, you know, I kept going back. I kept going back because I loved it. But, yeah, we'd get a Hawaiian shirt, and then you'd just wear a Santa hat, and you were like, Hawaiian Christmas, baby. Um, but the one that's most memorable, well, we did a bunch. I'm trying to think. We did a bunch. Um, I'm trying to, the one that always pops into my mind is like the one when we were juniors or seniors. I think seniors. Yeah, senior year. And it fell on the same day. It did for like the few years that I was there. Um, 
it fell on the same day as our like Siena basketball team would play U Albany, which was kind of like the rival, right? It, we weren't in the same conference, but it was like this crosstown rival, right? So we always played them. So we would wake up and you would start drinking all Saturday. And then you would go to the basketball game, which was in Albany at the Times Union Center. And it was just like you were in there. It was like a real arena. And we just had a blast. And I remember senior year, I got so, I got pretty drunk. I got pretty drunk. We were all drunk, but we get there and, um, that was the only time I got a, a like a write up. We used to like our school used to like write you up if you got caught with alcohol, if you got caught like uh, you know, whatever it may be. If you you did something, you'd get written up. If you were underage and you had alcohol, if you had uh, a party at your house and it was too loud, if you broke whatever it was, and they would give you a write up. And if you got too many, I don't really know what happens. Whatever. My one of my buddies got thrown off campus uh, because he threw a plate out the window. <laughs> And it was such bullshit. Like, he never got in trouble, really. But it was like their house had gotten into so much trouble. And finally, like, the one thing, the first thing he did, he got kicked off campus for, which was crazy. But, yeah, he threw, a, like, a glass plate out the window, and it broke. And I'm, like, the third floor. I mean, you know, who's to judge? We were children. Um, I wasn't there. But, uh, yeah, that, that day, that was my first write-up because I kept, like, uh, I remember I was, like, heckling. I was, I was just, like, drunk and yelling. And, you know, when you're in that moment where you're drunk and you're doing something that's harmless. It's fun. Right. And you're being a, an asshole, but like you're not hurting anybody and you, you have people around you, friends and just like spectators. I was performing, right? I'm performing. I was, I was heckling like the team. I was yelling at the ref. We're so far away. Nobody can hear. But I kept, I'm yelling at everybody. And then I started like heckling our own cheerleaders and like our own band. And I'm like heckling them. And <laughs> nobody could hear, but people are laughing. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm in the moment. I'm just like, I'm riffing. To, this is before I was even doing comedy. This is maybe my first performance. Uh, second, actually, my first performance was in high school. I uh, did a Dane Cook bit uh, as like a speech in our public speaking class. That was my first time doing technically doing stand-up was uh, just stealing another comedian's material. Um, <laughs> I remember that. That was in high school, and we had to sit down, and our teacher was like, all right, yeah, you pick a speech or pick a, a performance or a, like a, a monologue that speaks to you, and you're going to perform it in front of the class. It was our final. And people are getting up there, and people are doing like speeches by like Winston Churchill and like all these historical, historic things. Like someone did like Abraham Lincoln, and I was like, I'll, I'll do a Dane Cook uh uh, who shit on the coats. So anybody who rips on Dane Cook, I mean, the guy was in influential to an extent that is, is uh, you know, massive for this, like, generation of millennials in comedy. Um, and then he fell into the same thing that, unfortunately, a lot of the biggest comedians fall into. People don't like, people get sick of these famous comedians, and they're like, oh, it almost becomes hack because, like, Dane Cook created the style, and then everybody was doing a Dane Cook impression. It's the same way now, like, uh, with, with John Mulaney. John Mulaney kind of had this same style, this style that he created, and then people, like, started mimicking him, mimicking his delivery, mimicking his, like, joke style, and then all of a sudden you see a bunch of John Mulaney's at every show you go to, and you're like, oh, this is kind of... And then you almost associate the hackiness of other people doing it with the comedian doing it. So it's it's a troubling thing. It's a, but that that is what I blame, you know, Dane Cook's kind of downfall in pop culture 
on. Um, but anyway, so we're, uh, we are, I'm just like in the moment, right? I'm back. Okay. Back in the arena. I'm like heckling. I'm just joking. I'm riffing bits and stuff. All of a sudden the security guard, I kept doing this thing. We were doing this thing all day where we called, (laughs) we did like a, we would take like a fake, um, like a a blow gun and we would be like, and we would like, you would pretend shoot someone. And then if they saw you, they would like they would catch their neck and then pretend like they got shot with a dart and then they would pass out and they would pretend to like faint on the ground and then they would lay on the ground and then get up. So we were doing that all day. So then I'm at the, I'm at the arena and I keep doing it to people, but nobody else at the arena knew the game. So I'm just like pretend fake blow darting people. And they're like, what the, what is this guy doing? And I'm just, like, going around, just, like, blow darting. Then a security guard comes up to me, and he's like, hey, man, what are you doing? And I go to, like, blow dart him. He's like, get get the fuck out of here. What are you, what are you, what are you doing? And I was like, nah, it's, it's a joke. I'm blow darting you. And he was like, dude, I need to see your ID. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I give him my ID, and he, like, writes my name down, uh, my school ID. And, uh. And then that that's I thought was it. We go back to the to the campus, we have a great night, we're having fun, whatever. Monday morning I get an email from like the admin office and they were like, uh, we received an anonymous complaint from uh someone that you were misbehaving at the basketball game. And I was like, What? I was like, What does this mean? And they were like, you have to come in for a, a discipline, like a, a meeting or whatever. And I was like, okay. So he's like, this is, this is a write-up, I guess. I don't even know. Like no one even, so I go in and um, it actually didn't even, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, it didn't even say any details. It was just like an, it was an email from the office of like the dean or whatever. And was like, hey, we received a report from the game. You have to come in and set a meeting. So I called them. I was like, what does this mean? And they were like, you have to come in and we'll tell you. And I was like, what the fuck? What is this? Um, so I go in and like the dean is there and who I'd worked with. Cause like I was uh, like the treasurer on the rugby team. So I like was kind of work. I would work with him all the time. And um, he uh, he's like, okay, so Dylan, we, we received an anonymous report that you were being um, rowdy and misbehaving at the game. And I was like, um, uh, I, I mean, in the moment too, like I'm like 21 years old and I'm like, don't know. Now I look back and I'm like, you idiot. I didn't ask any question because I knew in my head, like I was so guilty. Like, of course I was just being like a, I was being a like not a jerk, but I was just being crazy. You know, I was just having fun joking. Some, some losers, whoever it was were like, oh, this person was cursing at the game. Um, but I didn't even ask. I was like, who is this anonymous source that, you know, I didn't even ask that. I was just like. Yeah, you know, probably I was drinking. So, you know, maybe someone uh, found it to be rowdy or whatever. And I was like, what was, what did they say? And they were like, well, it says here that you were heckling the cheerleaders. And I was like, you know, I don't remember. It, it is possible. It's possible. And they said, you kept making imaginary blow dart movements. You kept blowing into your hands. I was like, yeah, that's what, it's a blow dart. Like you would. He's like, yeah, no, I don't need to know about it. And I was like, well, it's just a joke. It was a joke. So he was like, all right, well, it's no, like, no big deal. You're going to receive an uh, official warning, an official written warning, which was like, you got in trouble. And I was like, what is this? No, nothing. 
time out also, that like official written warning, I've had to write on. It's like the only time I've ever gotten in trouble, embarrassingly. But do you know how many fucking applications I've had to write that down on? Like when I applied to law school, when I applied to take the bar, when I applied to the Massachusetts bar and the New York bar, like all these things, I have to write this ridiculous thing on the application being like, um, <clears throat> yeah, when I was in college, uh, I was drinking at a basketball game and being uh, uh, rowdy and loud. And, um, uh, you know, they took um, my ID and I received a written warning. I, it's embarrassing, dude, that I have to. It's, it's like followed me. That happened like almost 15 years, 10 years ago at this, 12 years ago. And it's like followed me. I've had to like consistently write it down. It's ridiculous, dude. It's so insane. Um, and I know you probably sitting there. You're like, well, Dylan, what you don't have to, it's just like, a. it's like, listen, it's one of those things that doesn't matter, but it's also one of those things. Like if someone like, especially in like a legal application of some sort, if they ask you for it and you don't give it, it's way worse. You know what I mean? It's like if you don't write down like a ticket or something. Same way I fucking had to like uh, that vaping, the vaping on the platform, smoking outdoors on a train fucking platform. I had to like send that to like, you know, all this shit, whatever, dude, whatever. Um, anyway, but I received this written warning and uh, the guy he was fine. It was being he's like, oh, yeah, OK, well, Dylan, like, you know, just be careful. Like, you know, you don't want to get in trouble again at the arena because like if you get in trouble at the arena enough, like they'll ban you from the arena. And he's like, you know what happens at the Times Union arena, the Times Union Center? I was like, oh, yeah, like the, the, the MAC championship, which is our Siena, like our our conferences big championship and he was like yeah but also graduation and I was like oh yeah that would be bad he's like yeah you don't want to be banned from the arena that you would walk across the stage and I was like yeah that would be uh <clears throat> that would be troubling uh right that would be upsetting um but yeah so stupid dude that kind of shit really is annoying um but yeah that that was really that's that's my um when I was thinking about like Christmas fun stories, that's the that's the one that came to mind. I hope I didn't tell that story before. I don't think I did, but like that that is a Hawaiian Christmas baby. Fun times, fun times. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, I don't even know. I'm doing a recap of the year. Maybe I'll do that next episode. Maybe I'll do a recap of the year plus what I'm hoping for in the new year. Maybe I'll do those two on the next episode. Because we're at 26 minutes already. I mean, time flies, guys. Time flies when you're having fun. Um, but anyway, so I, I'll, I'll talk about, like, one more thing, and then I'll wrap. Um, this week, you know, I met this uh, I met this girl at the bar. Um, I was at one of the comedy shows. We're hanging out. I'm hanging out with a bunch of other comics. And I noticed at the table next to us, there's these three people sitting there. And um, I'm like, what are they doing? It looked like they were doing tarot cards. But then my buddy's like, nah, they're just Magic the Gathering. I was like, how the fuck do you know, dude? So finally there's a break, and uh, I'm like, "What are you, are you guys doing tarot cards? And she's like, yeah, I read, I do these readings for people. I was like, oh, my God. And she's like, do you want one? I was like, absolutely. Dude, she did six different readings for me. It was so exciting. I, I'm also someone, I, I, I've said this, like, I don't get super into that kind of stuff, like tarot cards or, or, um, what is it like astro, uh, astrological signs? What is, what is that called? Like um, star signs, astronomy, astrological. 
signs, whatever it is, like all that horoscopes. I don't get super into like horoscopes or tarot cards or like palm reading. But like if someone's into it and they're going to do it for me, then like, yeah, I'm into it, which I think is probably like a narcissist thing where it's like, yeah, tell me about myself. Tell me all about me. Oh, even the bad things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is me. It's like uh, they, you know, they read your tarot or read your palm. And it's like, hey, you look like you're um, motivated uh, and selfish. And you're like, ah, guilty as charged, I guess. I don't know. Ah, whatever. But I do, I do not totally buy in. Um, I think it's, but it is interesting. I think these people are just very good at reading energies, reading cues, I mean, it was cool. Um, it was very exciting. She did six different ones. And there were things that she said that there would be no way of her knowing, right? Like, some of the things she was telling me were just very general and, like, kind of, like, could read the energies and stuff and picking up clues from things I said. But I didn't give her much to go on. She said that. She's like, I don't want you to tell me anything. Like, give me a, a question. Like, could be anything. Like, where... Um, where is my career or like, where is, how am I doing right now? Like read me right now, like in this moment. Okay. How would it be if I changed my career? How would it be if I moved? How would it be? So then she did like all these different readings and like some of the things she was saying were just like so spot on, just like very, even if you could say like general statements, but so specific to me, which is probably a skeptic would say, oh, well, that's the whole point. But I thought that they were great, dude. It was so fun meeting this person too. Um, and we follow each other on Instagram. So if I make this a clip, she'll maybe see it. But it was just so cool to do. I love that thing. And it, it, she was very passionate about it, which I dig. Um, someone who's like very passionate about what they do. So yeah, I had six different readings and I'll tell you, gave me a lot to think about. Lot to think about. I don't know. Um, she was like, "It feels like you have a decision to make, and you're you're you keep going back and forth between you know this big decision." And I was like, it, it, "Yeah." And she's like, and she like outlined. She's like, "If you stay, if you go, if you do this, if you don't." And I was like, "This is very interesting, fascinating stuff, dude. Fascinating stuff." So, um, yeah. That's really all I wanted to say about that. But okay, that's the uh, that's gonna be the episode. We're gonna wrap it there. I hope um, I don't. Uh, I hope I got enough freaking. I hope I got enough. <laughs> I hope I got enough clips uh, from that. But that's not the point of the episode. That's not the point of the podcast, right? We are here, guys. Episode forty-one. That's gonna wrap it up. Okay, that's gonna wrap it. Uh, thank you for joining me. I hope you had a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday. Um, I will see you next week for the for the yearly wrap slash New Year episode. I guess right. Okay, we'll do that. Um, these are out every Monday. Rate, review, subscribe. If you want to share it, that would also be appreciated. I would love it very much. Um, I have two shows that we're doing with Hideout Comedy in New York City. If you live in the city, um, on the 4th at the Comedy Shop, we're doing a show. 10 o'clock Tuesday, 10 o'clock at the Comedy Shop. And um, then the 12th, we got a new show happening at Old Man Hustle Brooklyn. That's 7 o'clock on Wednesday. That's going to be just one show for now, but I think we're going to try to turn that into a weekly show. So that will be exciting. Um, follow me on TikTok, Instagram, at Dylan Krasinski at the Dylan Krasinski show. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a, a happy holiday. We'll see you next week. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>